Hello, this is Ram Cunningham, and this is Ram Asks a Question, all a part of the One Prez Pod. This is where I will uh, ask a question about faith that maybe you would like to ask, and Phil and Tasha answer. Hello everyone, this is Ram Cunningham and Tasha Blackburn. This is the One Prez Pod, and Ram Ask a Question. Hey there, Ram. How are you, Tasha? Ram, the leaves are blooming. Mm, love it. Winter is lifting. I am glad to live in the River Valley this time of year. Love it. I put my space heaters up in my exactly. office. But let me just say, probably shouldn't have, because yesterday was a little nippy. So uh, I know. I'm trying to push, I'm trying to bring spring in a little quicker. But, but Ram, if you ever feel bad about it, I just talked to my brother the other day. He lives in northern Indiana, mm-hmm. and his son is running track. And uh, I said something about, oh, how have his practices gone? And he said, oh, they haven't started yet. It's too cold, Tasha. Oh. And I said, well, our daughter's track is almost over. Yeah, right. So that shows the seasons. Be very, very, very glad mm-hmm. you live here. I, I do. When people complain about the heat and the cold and all that, I'm okay with it. It's, it's great. It's, it's, it really is great. I, I didn't like the sub-zero temperatures we had this year. Shocking. But, but I think that it killed the COVID. That's what I'm saying. I think it <laughs> froze the COVID. The sickness, as Sophie calls it. Well, as a dog owner, I hope it killed the fleas. Yes, I do too. I hope they're not <laughs> bad this year. Well, it is another week of Ram Ask a Question. And after this, uh, I, the last two months of my life from a spiritual level, I mean, I've been through the book of Romans backwards. Oh, yeah. I have been through all the Easter. What What is it called leading up to? What's the whole Lent. thing? Lent. Yeah, the whole thing. Didn't really yes. do the Lent. Talked about it. Explained to Sophie what it was. <laughs> didn't really do anything. Oh, actually, no, I did. I, I didn't drink. I, I quit drinking. Uh, does, that, uh-huh. does that count? Does that count? Well-ish? not in your case. Oh, man. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'll just quit drinking. Perfect. Yes. Uh, My so dad no, always I, gives up watermelon for oh, Lent. You know, or some other fruit that's mm-hmm. not anywhere in season. Anywhere in season. Yeah, every year he gives it, so. it up. So I have been, you know, there has just been uh, uh, inundated with information and so many great things. And so I've got a million questions. But now that we're just past Easter, and we're catching our breath after that. My question today is about Mary. Mary the mother. Mother Mary. Mother Mary. Yes. Mother Mary. I got to thinking about her and how she gave birth through immaculate conception to the Son of God. She then raised with the help of Joseph, which he'll be another week. I got to ask about him too. Another week raised this person. Um, Obviously probably a strong willed person since he was the son of God and probably spent a lot of time. Had a few opinions. Exactly. Um, And then at the age of 33, get to see her son and the son of God um, be crucified and killed Mm -hmm. and carried to the tomb. And then she sees him come from the tomb and my question, first question is, that's a lot on a, mm-hmm. on, a, on a woman, on a person, on a human. That is, that's a lot. And I don't know if you can answer why God chose Mary, mm-hmm. but it just feels like that Mary kind of drew what would be called the short stick. I mean, it ended up being a beautiful thing, but I'm saying that's a lot, especially yeah. if an angel came to her to say, all right, here's what the next 33 years of your life's going to be. Yeah, it's different raising Jesus than it is raising uh, Jerome. Ram. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. maybe. That's a little we, extreme. Th- that's when we have your mother come visit <laughs> and we see if it, if it really was different raising Jesus than Gerald. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, it's interesting what you touch on because actually this is one of the main differences between 
the Protestant stream of Christianity and the Roman Catholic stream of Christianity actually is in answering what made Mary special to carry Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. Actually, so I'll give you the Protestant answer first, the pro which I'm Protestant. The Protestant answer would be nothing made her special. Somebody has to give birth to him. Mm -hmm. He's fully human. Um, and so he, he's fully human and fully divine, but to be fully human, he's got to have a mom and somebody's got to get pregnant. And so Mary, um, is, is chosen and yes, is it important that she's chosen? Yes. But where we would put the emphasis is the important part of that sentence is she's chosen, not she's chosen, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Someone had to be chosen. And so this very ordinary peasant girl is chosen. Did she have to accept did she well, have to say, yeah. yes, let I me mean, think about it. I'll call you tomorrow. Yeah. Well, um, I think in the way of many pregnancies. <laughs> <It's very laughs> this one in particular. What are you going to do about it? I mean, you know, we could get into that. But uh -huh. I mean, what's she going to do about it mm -hmm. either? Mm -hmm. But yeah, we do have that So she wasn't Luke. foretold beforehand. Well, we, we have at the beginning of Luke that uh, Gabriel shows up, this angel, and says, oh, hey, Mary, you're going to have a baby. And she says, hold the phone. I'm not married. I'm a virgin. That can't work. And Gabriel says, well, yeah, it's going to happen anyway. Uh, and, and that we have all this mysterious language, like the Holy Spirit is going to overshadow you and, and, and then you're going to have a baby in the womb, kind of this whole thing. And, and she's, she's probably at that point worried about more than even the pregnancy. She's worried about her life. Right. Well, who told she her this? She can get stoned to death. Right. Who told her this? For that. The, a, an, an angel? angel? An angel, Gabriel. okay, okay. Yeah, shows up one day. Mm -hmm. And Gabriel, that's right. Gabriel. And, uh, and so she's, she's probably very concerned about the pregnancy, but she's got to be very concerned about her own um, health sure. and wellness. Because if she's found to have been, if she's pregnant out of wedlock at that time, hmm. and it's not Joseph's, then not only is the marriage over, the engagement over, but she can't be engaged to anyone else ever. I mean, she's she's mm -hmm. all those words we would have, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She's used good. She's right, all right, those right. terrible things that would be said. And not only that, at that time, I mean, she could be killed for it so if what, Joseph wanted her I to see. be. So what was the narrative then? Did she sell that, that Joseph was the father? Did they do it that way? Well, they... there's all kinds of questions about <laughs> what did they say to the neighbors. In fact, there's been some very interesting sort of short stories written about or even just like little vignettes written about what would the neighbors think? Mm -hmm. Like, does Joseph take him as his own so that the neighbors won't talk? Or, mm -hmm. you know, what gets said? One of the more interesting parts of the Christmas story is even that Mary is with Joseph when he goes to Bethlehem to get registered for taxes. Okay? So that's why they end up in Bethlehem. Again, this is according to Luke. They end up in Bethlehem. They live in Nazareth. They end up in Bethlehem with a nine-month pregnant woman so that Joseph can go register in his hometown because the Caesar wants to tax all of them more thoroughly. Mm -hmm. So you got to do a census to do that. And you had to go back to your home village to do it. Okay, well, what we know is Joseph didn't have to take Mary with him. There's no reason for her to go. Why do you take, you don't need her to mm -hmm. register. Mm -hmm. He could have done it alone. She could have stayed home with family. So a really kind of follow-up Christmas question is like, why are you taking a nine-month pregnant woman with you on a dangerous journey mm -hmm. when you don't have to? And one of the answers, which we don't know, but one of the sort of wonderings is, is it because, A, they've been cast out of the family 
and there is nowhere else for her to go? Mm -hmm. Or is it B, that he feels like she needs to be with him so he can protect her? Because he knows there are uh, really mm. negative feelings and maybe even violent feelings about her. Just not a lot of literature on that, not a lot nothing. of things on that. Yeah. We have nothing on it, but we do know she's with him mm -hmm. on a journey she didn't have to take. Mm -hmm. Long and journey. If a you've ever met right a pregnant woman, <laughs> You don't really want her on that journey with you mm -hmm. anyway. Just like full stop. Ask the next pregnant woman if she'd like to ride a donkey. Would you like to ride a donkey 90 miles? And then ask her husband if he'd like to walk next to her. Right. You, you during can, that can process. Well, yeah. at what point did, uh, I would imagine, because am I correct in the 33 years? Jesus was 33 Yeah, well, he's about 33, we think. Um, yeah. At some point during that 33 years, he would have been very vocal, I would assume, very early on. Kind of like yeah. Graham. Very early on. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious, at any point, and this is before, during, and after, at any point, did Mary ever embrace that? Did she ever embrace and also maybe join him or help spread the word? Or was she essentially in hiding because she knew what he was doing was going to get him killed? Well, I, and we get both and in the Gospels. And then I do want to tell you the Roman Catholic view of Mary. I'll oh, tell yeah, you yeah, that in just okay. a minute. I forgot to tell you that. But the, we get we only have a couple stories about Mary in the Gospels. And... Uh, one is when Jesus is 12 and gets lost from mm -hmm. them in the in a festival, and they come search for him for three days. We talked about that on one of these, <laughs> right, right? right? You want to kill the kid. I know. But you want to hug him, too. Anyway, mm -hmm. and he kind of says this line of, didn't you know I'd be in my dad's house? And, you know, probably mm -hmm. a dig at Joseph. That's how I take it. But anyway, another story we have about her, we really only have about two more. And one is that Jesus is teaching and preaching in a house. I can't remember what city it's in. Anyway. And he's growing a crowd. He's getting more followers, right? So he's making, there's more rumbling about him. And it, we read that Mary and a couple of his brothers, ostensibly siblings, you know, literally brothers, Mary and a couple of his brothers come to the house and they want to talk to him. They want him to come out and talk to him. And the way we read it is they want him to come home and zip his lip. Like mm. they are a little embarrassed of him. Um, and he and they'd like him to just kind of come along with them, get in the car, kind of mm -hmm, thing. Mm -hmm. And Jesus won't go out there. Somebody comes into the house and says, "Jesus, your mom and your brothers, hey, they're outside. They really want to talk to you, you know." Mm -hmm. And Jesus says to the crowd, "He says, who is my mother? Who are my brothers? All of those who hear my words and follow them, mm -hmm. you're my real family." Well, that's some wow. family disagreement going on, sure. right? Something's happening mm -hmm. there. And by the way, Joseph isn't mentioned by that point, just so you know about the Joseph mm -hmm. thing. But so there's some issue of like, does Mary not, you know, is she not on board here? Is she confused? Is she trying? Is mm -hmm. she, is she on board but wants him to go about a different way? We don't right. know. It's almost we like, have listen that one here, story. young man. Listen here, young man. I birthed you. I birthed I'm your you. Mother. Get in the car. I, I mean, I, exactly. I, that's kind of how I would think. I mean, and it then, just seems like she did a lot. Yes, and not. then the other story we have, of course, is, and it's just one of the most poignant, you know, things, especially if if you're a parent, when everybody else has run away. There she is at the cross. I mean, mm -hmm. I can't. It's hard for mm -hmm. me to even say it out loud. I mean, there is mom. Mm -hmm. You know, always there. Always there. You know, and it it. She's there, mm -hmm. and then she. Uh, some of the gospels tell us that she's there uh, Easter morning too to go to the tomb and and try to clean the body. Mm -hmm. um, so we're a little. It's a little nebulous, mm -hmm. sort of what Mary 
thinks of her child, right? But no doubt traumatic. I oh, would, it I would has think to it, be. And then on imagine. the cross, on the cross, one of the final things Jesus says is he says to one of the disciples who's, who has stayed behind, the beloved disciple, we're told, who's this mysterious disciple, never gets a name uh, in the Gospel of John. And he is standing there with Mary. And he says to the beloved disciple, uh, this son, this is your mother. And then he says to his mom, mother, here is your son. Mm -hmm. And basically sort of says, you guys support each other from now on. Because mm -hmm. um, I can't be your son the way right. I once was. And so church tradition says that actually she went with that beloved disciple to Ephesus in Turkey. And you can go to Ephesus today. I mean, maybe not today with COVID, but you can go to Ephesus. It's an amazing place. And, explain and they'll again. have Mary's house, mm -hmm. supposedly. And, like and that. Ephesus again is what? Ephesus is in Turkey. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Which is where uh, quite a few of the disciples and the early Christians ended up all throughout Turkey, which is crazy to think hmm. about. You might think about Italy or, or even Greece. Um, but a lot of them ended up in Turkey, mm -hmm. too. Um, hmm. But uh, the, you can go to a site where they say they think this is where Mary lived out her days. Wow. Now, this leads to the Roman Catholic answer mm -hmm. to why was Mary chosen. This is so it where was the, divine, then, I would the, assume. It yeah. was. Yes. They, they believe um, that not only, and I hope I get this right, and don't get any, uh, any emails about this, but they believe that not only was Jesus immaculately conceived, so like no father in the mm -hmm, picture, just mm -hmm. a mother, uh, but that Mary herself was. Oh. And in Catholic tradition, Mary's mother, name is her name is Anne, and Anne immaculately conceived as well for Mary. And so Mary was holy hmm. even from birth. And, that, and then the other belief about Mary is that she never died. She also ascended. So... That's quite a bit of divergence, and right? And there's nothing of that in... We don't get it page. from the Gospels. Okay, that's what I'm wondering. This is coming from church tradition since the Gospels, which very bluntly, that's why Protestants don't go along with it, because it's not in what we would call our canon. It's mm. not in the Holy Scriptures. Um, in the Catholic Church, um, Scriptures are pretty much on the same footing as church tradition. And they have a lot of it. I mean, they mm. have a lot of writings, and you know, the Roman Catholics have a lot of writings. They are our oldest stream of Christianity, mm -hmm. so uh, oldest continuing stream of Christianity. So church tradition has a little bit more sway for them mm -hmm. um, than it does for Protestants, for the Protestant stream. For the Protestants, if I can't find it in Scripture, I'm not going there. Um, but our Roman Catholic friends say, listen, but we have all of these accounts from very early. They mm -hmm. may not be in Scripture but they're pretty important sure, to us sure. too. Okay. So for them, they would put the emphasis on she is chosen, mm -hmm. right? And Protestants would put it on she's chosen. Mm -hmm. Someone had to be chosen, and it happened to be Mary. And we're really grateful that she said, let it be with me, mm -hmm. as go. you say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's well, do this thing. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Right? Well, and I would say that we should give Mary, I will officially give Mary the uh, the Strong Woman Award. I don't know if she's the first one, but perhaps the first strong woman. But uh, there, there was just so much put on her and for her to go oh. through so much. I just can't imagine. And then to, to, to then really see that you 
had the, the, the Son of God as your son. Well, and, and for and Protestants, we Protestants have something to learn from the Catholics on this because for about 500 years, we were so twitchy about the Mary issue mm-hmm. um, when Protestants broke off from Roman Catholics. We were so twitchy about the Mary issue that we didn't even want to bring her up at all, kind of. Mm-hmm. We just sort of put her off to the side because we didn't want to deal, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. we wanted to say that we weren't these other things. It's only been in the last... I mean, literally 20, 30, 40 years that Protestants have been like, hey, we need to look at Mary. She's important, mm-hmm. right? And we mm-hmm. do have a lot to learn from her and not just shove her to the side. So there is something for us to learn there um, from our Roman Catholic friends and not just to be afraid of her and set her in a closet somewhere. Sure. Yeah. Wow. And she did a lot. And, she did. And she, she, I'm sure, had to figure out how to be faithful in her very unique role. Right. Yeah, exactly. She had to not only believe it, but then, you know, to, to then, you know, one of my questions was, did she preach it? You know, but just to, to live through all that. And really at 33, such a young age, I, I just couldn't. How old was she, I wonder? She probably Well, we been... think she was only about 13 oh, when initially? she was pregnant. Oh, yes, wow. because girls were, I've, I have a 13-year-old girl, and I've informed mm-hmm. her that if she was at a different time and place, you know, I'd have her married off by <laughs> right, now. But, right, right. Uh, she sort of looks horrified, of course, at that. But we think Mary was maybe about 13 when she found out. Hmm. So say she's 14 when she has him. Yeah, so she was still young. She's younger than you yeah. and me. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, no. She's she's mid-40s. Mid-40s, yeah. yeah. Mid-40s. I'm going to be 40-ish for another, like, six years. I can Go say 40-ish. That. Go with that, Ram. <laughs> okay, so here's my question for you. Okay, shoot. As we talk about mm-hmm. sort of, mo- we've been talking about mothering, but mm-hmm. parenting in general. So you have a child. See? Who is now more than one handful old. Mm-hmm. She's now into the second hand. Yes, six multiple. Six years old. Needs six fingers. Hope what, the COVID shot gives me a third arm. <laughs> what has been, of those six years so far, what has been sort of maybe the, the your favorite time? What's What's been the funniest sort of time or mm. most surprising age so far? It's uh, the Birth most... Birth to six. Um, I think the first time I looked at her or heard her in some, and, and she, had, she had words at the time. It was probably two, two-ish. But the first time that I looked at her and I was like, yeah, it's your daddy's dog. I mean, she, I, <laughs> oh, I, I just made that you're connection. Yeah. yeah, you are so mine. And that happens on the daily now. I mean, that happens yeah. all the time. Yeah. And right now we're in those transitions to where I'm doing, you know, trading out car seats for booster seats. And we're, we're, we're going through all that. So. Uh, my my favorite happiest time are those moments. I, I I try not to just categorize it as the one. I have those moments that I just go, man, you're my daughter, and I so love that. <laughs> or mm, you're my daughter. I wish we'd have worked on that about three. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's fun when you see where you're like, wait, where'd you get that? Oh, wait, I think I do that. Mm-hmm. You know, you, oh, that's kind of fun to see. Yes. And then it's also sometimes fun to be like. I don't know where you got that. Mm-hmm. Like that's oh, sure. that's totally unique. I like it when you. I find, when yeah. I see things that I know that I've done that I know it's coming and I like I can prepare for it. Like she's not gonna know that I know what she's about to do and then just like <laughs> sideline her. She's like every time I'm like really you can't and get that it past is me. how and that is how parents throughout the eons have convinced their children they have like eyes in the back of their mm-hmm. head and all that other mm-hmm. stuff. Oh right? yeah, oh, and it's so much easier now with technology. <laughs> 
Everything has eyes. You literally eyes. do have eyes in the back Everywhere. of your head. Everywhere. I mean, it's on the fan or something. You can track her. <laughs> exactly. Big brother everywhere. Everywhere. All right, guys. <laughs> this great. was uh, another One Prez pod and Ram Ask a Question. I'm Ram. I'm Tasha. We will see you guys next time. Next week. Hey, you've been listening to Ram Asks a Question, part of the One Prez pod. Check out our other content on this podcast. Follow us on social media at First Presbyterian on Facebook and Instagram. And check out our website, oneprez.org, for more content, sermons, Sunday school classes, and devotionals from First Presbyterian Church. Peace.